In this transformative episode of Conscious Leadership, we explore the intricate relationship between trauma and conscious leadership. Trauma, often hidden beneath the surface, has a profound impact on how we lead and interact with our teams. Join us as we delve into the layers of consciousness, uncover the different dimensions of trauma, and discover practical exercises to integrate trauma-informed leadership into your daily practices. Prepare to embark on a journey of self-discovery and transformation as we unveil the hidden powers of conscious leadership in the face of trauma. Welcome to Conscious Leadership, the podcast where we delve into the heart of impactful leadership, one conscious step at a time. I'm your host, Dakota Lima, and together we'll explore the realm of self-awareness, empowerment, and purpose-driven leadership. Get ready to ignite your leadership potential and make a positive difference in your life and the life of those you lead. Understanding trauma and unearthing the layers of consciousness to embark on this profound exploration. Let's begin by delving into the multifaceted world of trauma and how it interlaces with our voyage towards conscious leadership. Trauma, my friends, is far from a monolithic concept. It's a spectrum ranging from the perceptible to the subtle, and its reverberations can deeply influence our personal and professional realms. To grasp this significance in the realm of conscious leadership, we must first acknowledge that trauma operates on different layers of consciousness. Picture these layers as a concentric circles, each representing a dimension of our awareness. At the outermost circle, we encounter apparent traumas, the ones we can easily identify, like a major car accident or a significant loss. However, as we journey deeper into the circles, we encounter subtler forms of trauma, such as emotional wounds from childhood experiences or stress accumulated from chronic workplace pressures. Let's pause here for a moment and I'll share a story with you that exemplifies the complexities of trauma and its impact on leadership. I have a friend named Sarah, a dedicated and accomplished leader in a high stakes corporate environment. On the surface, Sarah appeared to have it all together, steering her team with unwavering confidence. However, Sarah harbored a hidden trauma from her early years, a traumatic childhood event that left a lasting imprint on her psyche. As Sarah delved deeper into her journey of self-discovery, she realized that this hidden trauma was affecting her leadership style in subtle yet significant ways. She was prone to overcompensating her insecurities by demanding perfection from her team, leading to high levels of stress and burnout. It was only when she began to explore and address the underlying trauma that she could truly evolve as a conscious leader. What's that saying? Hurt people hurt people? Well, this goes for all relationships, even leaders and the people they lead, as well as their organizations. Think of consciousness as a multi-layered tapestry, each level influencing our thoughts, actions, and importantly, our leadership style. At the surface, we have our everyday consciousness, the realm of routine, habits, and tasks. It's the layer where we manage our calendars, respond to emails, and make decisions that, in the grand scheme of things, seem rather mundane. However, as we dive deeper, we encounter the subconscious layer, a reservoir of memories, emotions, and beliefs. 
we might not even be aware of. It's here that our past experiences, including traumas, reside, subtly shaping our responses and our choices. And then there's a profound realm of the collective unconscious, a space where shared human experiences, archetypes, and universal symbols dwell. It's the layer that connects us to the broader human story, often in ways we can't fully grasp. Now let's pivot to the intriguing intersection of consciousness and trauma. Trauma as we know it is not a single monolithic experience, but a multi-layered phenomenon. At its surface, trauma can manifest as acute stress, a response to immediate threat or a shocking event. It's the body's intrinsic reaction to danger, triggering the fight or spite, flight or flight response. Deeper within, we find complex trauma, the residual prolonged exposure to adversary, such as abuse, neglect, or ongoing hardships. It weaves its threads into the very fabric of our subconscious, influencing our perceptions and choices. And then there's intergenerational trauma a layer that connects us to the pain and suffering of our ancestors. It's a reminder that trauma is not confined to individual experiences, but can reverberate through generations. As leaders, understanding these layers of consciousness and trauma is paramount. It's about peeling back the layers both within ourselves and within our teams to foster a culture of empathy, resilience, and growth. Having ventured into the intricate landscape of trauma, we know we now turn our attention to how we can infuse our leadership with trauma-informed principles. This will help illuminate your path forward. The foundation of becoming a trauma-informed leader starts with self-awareness, an introspective voyage into our trauma responses and triggers. By taking this courageous step, we not only become more attuned to our wounds, but also gain profound insights into how they influence our leadership. Imagine for a moment, a tree, its roots dive deep into the earth, drawing sustenance and stability. These roots symbolize our self-awareness, grounding us in the understanding of our traumas. When we know our triggers and our responses, we're better equipped to navigate the world of leadership with grace and compassion. Now let's pause to contemplate the pivotal concept of creating safe spaces within our teams. Imagine your workplace as a sanctuary where everyone's voice is valued and every experience is acknowledged. In such an environment, vulnerability isn't a weakness, but a catalyst for growth. Consider the power of active listening, the art of truly hearing what others have to say without judgment or haste. When we practice active listening, we send a message to our teams that your experiences matter, your voices are heard. This fosters trust and a cornerstone of conscious leadership. Avoiding re-traumatizing within the workplace is another vital aspect. Imagine steering clear of actions or policies that might inadvertently trigger past traumas in your team members. By doing so, we nurture a culture that prioritizes emotional safety. This brings me 
to the heart of trauma-informed leadership, which is empathy and understanding. When we lead with empathy, we don't merely see the surface-level actions of our teams. We glimpse the emotions, the stories, and the resilience that lies beneath. To breathe life into these concepts, let me share a glimpse of my odyssey through trauma work and conscious leadership. My journey began with a pivotal realization that trauma work is not reserved for therapists alone. It's a terrain where leaders can forge powerful connections with their teams. By acknowledging my past traumas and embracing my vulnerabilities, I began to lead from a place of authenticity and empathy. There was a particular incident that underscored the potency of this approach. During a team meeting, a colleague opened, openly shared their struggle with a challenging project. In the past, I might have resorted to directives or even problem solving. However, having embraced trauma-informed leadership, I chose a different path. I listened, I empathized, and I created a space where they felt seen and supported. This transformation in our team dynamic was remarkable. So remember, as conscious leaders, our journey towards healing and empathy is a catalyst for transformation, not only within ourselves, but within our teams and our organizations. All right, enough of the theory now. Let's dive into the real stories of leaders who've embraced trauma work as an integral part of their conscious leadership journey. I'd like to share a deeply personal story of my journey with you. For me, trauma work has been more than just a concept. It's been a profound journey of self-discovery. Now picture this. I was once navigating a challenging terrain of leadership during a time when the world around us seemed to be crumbling. The pressures were immense, the uncertainties overwhelming, and the stakes were higher than ever. I was deployed. In 2008, I was in Iraq. I found myself at Balad Air Base, which was 15 minutes outside of Baghdad, I missed the aftermath of a suicide bomber's heinous act in a civilian marketplace. The wounded civilians, men, women, and children, flooded our ER at Balad Air Base, a U.S.-based hospital. In the middle of the ER maelstrom, a U.S. Air Force colonel stood resolute, his calmness amidst the chaos nothing short of astounding. The bustling scene resembled a war movie, but this was no Hollywood set. This was the heart of the Iraq war, and the stakes couldn't be higher. Amidst the relentless sirens, shouts, and the constant influx of the wounded civilians from a devastating suicide bombing, this colonel remained an anchor of unwavering composure. Anyone who took a moment to observe him couldn't help but be struck by his grounded presence. As the chaos swirled around him, he orchestrated the intricate dance of medical personnel with a sense of purpose and direction that left no room for doubt. His decisions were made swiftly and decisively, ensured that every member of his team was positioned precisely where they could make the most significant impact in the dire circumstances. It was a scene of organized chaos, and yet there he stood, unwavering, unyielding. What was the source of his unshakable resolve? What allowed him to make life and, th and death decisions with such clarity? This colonel possessed something extraordinary, something that set him apart. 
a deep sense of self and an acute understanding of those around him. But the story doesn't end there. This colonel's remarkable ability to remain calm under the most extreme pressure was not solely a product of his inherent traits. It was a manifestation of conscious leadership, a practice he had honed over years of service. This practice didn't depend on some elusive set of qualities or traits. It was a deliberate cultivation of conscious leadership. In times of crisis, Conscious leadership becomes a beacon of hope. It wasn't about certain qualities or traits. It's a practice available to any leader willing to build upon the four fundamental pillars, emotional intelligence, strategic mindset, resiliency, and what I like to call the three C's principle. The three C's principle, meaning consciously changing conditionings in particular, plays a pivotal role. It guides leaders to view situations without attachment, to acknowledge them for what they are, and to respond effectively. Even in the direst of circumstances, this ability to detach and analyze and provide choices for making the necessary changes to alter critical outcomes. Now, not every situation is a mass casualty event, thankfully, but however, that doesn't diminish the importance of your decisions as leaders. They have a profound consequence on the people you lead, the organizations you serve, and the future of both. Consider a scenario where we've encountered, that most of us have encountered, I should say, in our workplaces, employees continuously complaining. It's a reoccurring issue, but no one takes any action to resolve it. What happens? Over time, these complaints create a cloud that obscures the purpose behind their task, leaving new employees in the dark about the why of their work. Conscious leadership at its core is about recognizing that finger pointing and complaining are not solutions. It's about understanding the root causes of the problems, becoming conscious of them. Once we detach ourselves from the problem and truly understand it, At its underlying causes, change can be initiated to address the core issue rather than its consequences. When the problem is correctly addressed, the final step of the three C's principles, which is condition, comes into play. Leaders work to replace unproductive habits, helping their team adopt a new way of thinking and working. Ultimately, they create a new condition that guides the organization's work and provides purpose to those who carry it out. The disruptive years of COVID-19 pandemic forced many of us to become more self-aware. We were given the gift of time to reflect on our lives, our actions, and how they align with our values and our goals. As the pandemic's aftermath rippled through organizations, many individuals sought meaning and purpose in their work. We returned to our jobs armed with greater self-awareness and a desire for alignment This is where conscious leadership seamlessly fits into our new paradigm of organizational life. By cultivating a culture of conscious leaders, we create workspaces filled with growth, acceptance, inspiration, motivation, vision, and drive. In this post-pandemic world, these four core elements and themes of emotional intelligence, strategic mindset, Resiliency and the three C's principles have transitioned from important 
to essential. They are the guiding principles that allow leaders to support, teach, and develop their teams, even as the workplace evolves with new perspectives and needs that shaped by the pandemic. Conscious leadership is not just a leadership style. It's a transformational practice that recognizes differences and diversity, fostering change, and it shapes the way we work today. As we approach the conclusion of today's episode, I want to empower you and our valued listeners with practical exercises to seamlessly integrate trauma-informed leadership into your daily practices. One powerful exercise that can significantly enhance the journey towards trauma-informed leadership is the practice of journaling. Allocate a dedicated time each day to reflect on your experiences, emotions, and any triggers you may have encountered. This simple act of introspection not only nurtures your self-awareness, but also deepens your empathy towards others. Another transformational technique is the two ears, one mouth approach. It's a fundamental shift that can create more supportive and inclusive work environment. The principle is straightforward. Listen twice as much as you speak. When you can actively engage in this approach, you open the doors to profound understanding by giving more space for the for others to share their thoughts, feelings, and experiences. You foster an environment where everyone's voices are heard, valued, and respected. It's a small change that yields significant results in nurturing a culture of trust and compassion. Lastly, consider building a supportive network of peers and mentors who share your commitment to trauma-informed leadership. Join forums, attend workshops, seek out mentorship that can provide you with valuable insights and guidance on your journey. Remember, integrating trauma-informed leadership in your daily practices is an ongoing process. Be patient with yourself and those around you. The seed you plant today will bloom into a more compassionate and resilient workplace tomorrow. As we conclude today's episode, I want to leave you with this profound thought. Trauma-informed leadership is not just a leadership style. It's a catalyst for change. It's about creating workplaces where individuals are seen, heard, and valued. It's about fostering a culture of empathy, resilience, and growth. I hope the insights and stories and the exercises shared today inspire you to embark on a journey towards trauma-informed leadership. Remember, the smallest actions can lead to the most significant transformation. Join us in our next episode as we continue to explore the multifaceted world of conscious leadership. We will discuss the topics of resiliency with a very special guest, Tiana Bess, CEO and founder of the Flowers for the People Legal Services. She's also a U.S. Air Force veteran, a writer, a mother, and an MMIW advocate. And for those of you who don't know what that is, that's the missing and murder of indigenous women. We will discuss her journey from becoming a homeless veteran to now owning multiple businesses and speaking out for those without a voice and advocating for MMIW. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Conscious Leadership. I hope today's insights have ignited your passion for empowered and purposeful leadership. Remember, conscious leadership is not a destination, but a continuous journey of growth and transformation. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe and share it with fellow leaders. 
Until next time, keep thriving, keep leading, keep growing. This is Dakota signing out. Thank you.